Hello, everyone, and welcome to Music for a While. I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic in the New Criterion. Hope your new year is off to a good start. Speaking of starting, I often begin these podcasts with Bach, a very good way to begin. I'm going to do it again today, but not with that Bach. Hang on, let me read from a review of mine. At the 92nd Street Y, Marc-Andre Hamlin, the Canadian pianist, began a recital with Bach. But this was CPE, Carl Philip Emanuel, one of the master's many children. CPE was fairly masterly himself. Hamlin, who champions him, began with a sonata by the composer in E minor. Its movement headings may be familiar to you. Allemande, Courant, Sarabande, Minuet, and Gigue. As you know, the old man wrote pieces with those names over and over. I'm going to jump ahead in that review. Hang on, here we go. Hamlin, being a throwback of a pianist, high praise from me, writes his own music and arranges other music. At encore time, he often plays one of his own compositions. I was hoping he would do so this time. Instead, it was back to C.P.E. Bach. Hamlin played a little piece with a wonderful title, La Complaisante. <laughs> yes, the complacent girl or woman. Want to hear her? I don't have Marc-Andre Hamlin at the keyboard, but I do have Anna Maria Markovina from Croatia. That was La Complaisante 
by Carl Philip Emanuel Bach, played by Anna Maria Markovina. And if I've mispronounced her last name, Markovina, my apologies to her and the Croatian nation. Which rhymes, Croatian nation. Again, I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion, bringing you music for a while. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you may do so via iTunes, Google Play, etc. If you'd like to write to me, the address is nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, did my voice give out? Let me say it again. If you'd like to sponsor the show, please let us know. In Zankal Hall, I wrote, was Dawn Upshaw, the soprano born in 1960, one of the outstanding singers of our time, in songs and opera both. Concert works, too. A lot of us first saw her in 1988, when she appeared in Leonard Bernstein's 70th birthday concert, broadcast on national television. With Lucas Foss at the piano, she sang Bernstein's I Hate Music, But I Like to Sing. Yep, funny song. The lyrics go, I hate music, but I like to sing. La, 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 and so on. But that's not music. Not what I call music, no sir. Music is a lot of men with a lot of tails, making lots of noise, like a lot of females. Music is a lot of folks in a big dark hall where they really don't want to be at all with a lot of chairs and a lot of airs and a lot of furs and diamonds. Music is silly. I hate music, but I like to sing. As I did not have Marc-Andre Hamlin in C.P.E. Bach, I don't have Dawn Upshaw in this Bernstein song. But fret not, I have Barbara Bonney, accompanied by Malcolm Martineau. I Hate Music by Bernstein, sung by Barbara Bonney, the American soprano, with Malcolm Martineau, the Scottish pianist. Well, back to Marc-Andre Hamlin and what I wrote about his recital at the 92nd Street Y. He also champions George Catoir, 
Hamlin loves to present composers who have been hidden under a bushel. Catoir was a Russian of French heritage, born in Moscow in 1861 and dying there in 1926. Hamlin played Quatre Morceaux, the first of which is Chant du Soir. Then there is Meditation. Then we're back to the night with Nocturne. Finally, Etude Fantastique. The pieces, the Morceaux, resemble their headings. They are Listian and Rachmaninoff-like, yet they come from the hand of a distinctive composer. Hamlin played the pieces with his sweeping beauty, <laughs> sounds like sleeping beauty, with his sweeping beauty, the kind of beauty that the late Earl Wilde, too, deployed. Yes, I do have Hamlin this time, in a live performance back in the 90s. You'll forgive the coughing and any other extraneous sounds. We'll hear that last piece, the last morceau, the fantastic etude.
by the composer Georges Catoir, the Etude Fantastique, played by Canada's Marc-André Hamlin. A dose of Mozart? Okay. This is from a review I wrote of a Met performance, a Metropolitan Opera performance, of The Marriage of Figaro. Our Susanna was Lucy Crowe, the English soprano. She sang with beauty, spirit, and accuracy. She never strayed from the pitch. She was in the center of the note all night long, even when intervals were quick and awkward. Recitatives were natural, conversational, and musical. She spun Deviani like silk or lace. If the house had been full, it would have broken out into pandemonium. As it was, our tiny band cheered as loudly as possible. January plus pandemic equals sparse audience. One more thing about Ms. Crow. From my seat, she looked rather like Amy Poehler, the comic actress and Saturday Night Live alum. Well, wouldn't you know it, I don't have Lucy Crow, but I have Mozart and that beguiling aria De Vieni non tardar and the beguiling German soprano Diana Damrau.
from The Marriage of Figaro by Mozart, the aria De Vieni Non Tardar, sung by Diana Damrau with the Circle of Harmony Orchestra, conducted by Jeremy Rohrer, a name I pronounced in an American way. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, I attended and reviewed a concert in Carnegie Hall by the Orchestra Now, abbreviated and nicknamed Tone, conducted by Leon Botstein. From my review. In the middle of the program, there was a world premiere of a violin concerto by Scott Wheeler, dubbed Birds of America. Yes, birds make their appearances, although the work is not ornithological. It is thoroughly musical, with some birdie touches. There are three movements, the middle one of which is marked Aragetto. You don't see that much outside Mahler's Fifth Symphony. I will not assess this concerto, because the composer is a friend of mine. Yet I can recommend that people seek out the concerto for themselves. It is a combination of learning and talent, experience and inspiration, craft and spark. Also, it clearly reflects a love of music. But don't all compositions? Not so as you would know it, no. With tone, the concerto was played by Gil Shaham, its dedicatee, who is in very good shape. Let's hear some of the concerto by these forces. Here is the aforementioned second movement, Aragetto.
Now that was the second movement, the middle movement, Aragetto, of Scott Wheeler's Birds of America, Violin Concerto Number no. 2, played by Gil Shaham, with the orchestra now conducted by Leon Botstein. What else? Well, Igor Levitt, the Russian-German pianist, played a recital in Carnegie Hall. On his program was a new work written for him by Fred Hirsch, Variations on a Folk Song. That song is Shenandoah. Has this been America's most popular and beloved folk song over the last couple of generations? I think so. In my review, I wrote, Just about every classical singer, American classical singer, sings Shenandoah. I think I like Marilyn Horne best, not that I'm a ranker. Well, I don't have the new Fred Hirsch work for you, but I do have, you know,
Shenandoah, sung by Marilyn Horn, the great American mezzo-soprano from Bradford, PA, with the London Voices Ensemble and the English Chamber Orchestra, conducted by Carl Davis, who also arranged the song. My previous podcast, the previous episode, I ended with Sleigh Ride. I'd like to end again with Leroy Anderson. I attended and wrote about a holiday brass concert at the New York Philharmonic. It was presided over by Phil Smith, the longtime principal trumpet of the Phil, now retired. By presided over, I mean he was the host or MC of the concert. He can still play, too, retiree though he is, I wrote in my review. He joined two fellow trumpeters in Bugler's Holiday, LaRory Anderson's quick-tonguing hit from 1954. It is not a Christmas piece. The only holiday it celebrates is the Bugler's one. But it's such a delight to play and listen to. Who can resist? After it was over, Smith said, Well, that was a gasser. That's good stuff. Yep, sure is. Here is Bugler's Holiday by LaRory Anderson. I don't have information on the performers but this is the best recording I could find. Such a heart-lifting piece, if a workout for the players. Later on, my friends. <laughs>